At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. development here. Um, I'm glad I was looking at the When we looked up at the television, when Arkansas-Cincinnati ended, Sean had Arkansas minus five against Cincinnati. And we looked up at the TV. It was a final score. The coaches were shaking hands. It was 72 to 67. Yeah. And apparently, they had to shoot one more free throw, and Arkansas won 73 to 67. So I'll take it. You somehow won your bet tonight. Yeah. That's tremendous. Hey, thanks to Pickwise. Wow. Yeah, they put it out. I didn't. Oof. I thought so. I saw that too. I thought someone made a mistake. So, uh, man, you got yourself uh, a fortunate winner right there. Yeah, I went there. from a push to a win. There you go. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, you will take it. All right, we bring in uh, Eric Eager, who joins us each and every Tuesday in this spot at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. Man, Eric, we got ourselves some dandies on Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe Tim Boyle going up against Andy Dalton, a winless Lions team. Uh, the, Vi- uh, the the Raiders seem to be going the wrong way. Buffalo struggling. New Orleans made to be without Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. Of the three games on Thanksgiving, anything jumping out at you? Because I know you're not afraid to swim around a little bit in the uh, in the dumpster. 
Oh, I'll bet anything. Uh, <laughs> but at, at this at this uh, Thursday, it's bleak. Uh, obviously, you get a you also get a San Jose State game uh, as well as the Egg Bowl. Um, so you know, when I look at this NFL slate, I do think you have to kind of look at um, you know what what is going to be the Bears' motivation for this game. I know they've gone from three and a half point favorites to three point favorites. Um, you know, I, I think that's probably a little short. Uh, I don't, you know, I think that the Lions are going to be a popular underdog. And and Tim, I know what you say uh, about public popular underdogs. Um, so that's one where I think it's the Bears or nothing. Um, the game that I'm probably going to bet the most, though, is I, I do like the Raiders getting seven and a half uh, in Dallas. I, I do think you're getting a lot of excuses for Dallas and why they lost the game in Kansas City, a game that they played tough. Uh, I think you're getting a lot of people ride, you know, basically writing off the Raiders um, and so I, I think plus seven and a half is probably value there. Um, and in the Sunday night game, man, I, I probably need to have a full six before I can get on new Orleans. But to me, again, that's going to be the only side. I think new Orleans defense, they, they're going to be undervalued on the marketplace this week because uh, of how sort of a unique Philadelphia team carved them up. Yeah. I, I don't know what to think about. Buffalo, you think kind of this is a, a bounce back opportunity? For yeah, Buffalo. when this game comes on Thursday, I'm just going to be getting ready for Friday's games. You know, what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be watching college football. I'm be yeah. watching the Egg Bowl. We're getting some leftovers, and I may glance at the TV, but I, I don't trust. I can't bet with Trevor Simeon, Eric, but I do believe that New Orleans does have one of the better defenses, and Buffalo has been susceptible to not being able to score. You know that crowd. Yeah. You know it'll play an impact. You know Mercedes Benz always a difficult place to play. So I'll probably just leave this game alone. Yeah, it's interesting. Buffalo, you know, spent, I think, the entire offseason trying to be Kansas City and to beat Kansas City. And that means they play one of those defenses that's really good at the too high stuff, that's kind of playing small boxes. And teams that are tougher, a team like, you know, the Indianapolis Colts, a team like the Tennessee Titans, those teams can kind of get them uncomfortable on defense and run the ball on them. I think New Orleans in their in their best world is can be that way with, you know, Kamara if he's healthy, Ingram, uh, you know, Taysom Hill, that kind of team. But I think also on the offensive side of the ball, Buffalo is a, you know, poor man's Kansas City on offense. And I think every single defense in the NFL has been engineered to stop the Chiefs offense. And maybe that's one of the reasons you're seeing the Bills, you know, probably the team closest to them. Uh, you know, offensively in terms of our strength of the QB position, uh, you know, kind of offensive line stuff as well. You're seeing that team sputter as well. Talking once again to Eric Eager at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter, of course, with Pro Football Focus. Check out the podcast, PFF Forecast. You know, I know what we were all thinking. We were, we were all thinking like, man, I need more Freddie Kitchens in my life. Man, that guy, just he needs another opportunity to showcase what a talent that he is. And we got it. Your everyone's wish. Oh, it's it's so great. He's back. Uh, he will be calling plays for the Giants with Jason Garrett out. Uh, and you've got the Giants as a home three and a half point dog. Man, did they look terrible on Monday Night Football offensively? And Philly's playing well. Is this a trap? <laughs> Why shouldn't I lay three and a half here with the Eagles? I don't know. I, our models at PFF. So if you want to go to pff.com, we have. Uh, you know, our, our numerical, you know, simulation of each game, our model shows value on the Eagles. Uh, a few reasons. One, uh, one home field advantage is not that important uh, in the NFL this year. It, it, since 2019, uh, home teams and road teams have won, I believe, the exact same number of games. 
Um, the the other thing is obviously divisional familiarity uh, weakens home field advantage. Um, and, and the other thing is the Giants stink. And I, I don't know, you know, how much more you can do, um, you know, to help Daniel Jones, Kadarius Tony, Kenny Galladay, uh, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, and it doesn't matter. And I think uh, to further that point, um, you know, one thing that the Eagles do and one thing that really helps Jalen Hurts is the Eagles are pretty physical and pretty good in both trenches. And one thing about the Giants, especially on the offensive side of the ball, they're terrible there. So that's a game where I would probably lay it with Philadelphia, um, if anything. Talk once again to Eric Eager. All right, Eric, before uh, I, I always do this, I run out of time. I like telling everyone. But, but right now, uh, Eric, what is the most uh, intriguing play, your favorite play that is uh, available on the board for week 12? Yeah, the, it's okay. I'm going to do it again this week. I'm going to fade New England, but I, I think Tennessee plus six uh, is, it, you know, obviously it might get to seven. We know people are loving betting on New England right now. I think New England's a little bit overvalued. You look at a game on Thursday, it was much more of the Falcons being bad and New, than New England being brilliant. New England just one offensive touchdown that game. I know Tennessee's reeling, but that's what we like to do. We like to, you know, mm -hmm. buy teams at the bottom of the market, sell teams at the top. And I think in the Titans at New England game, you're getting both of that. I want to go to Green Bay because this is a team, Sean, in the Rams that you are not very high on. Um, and Green Bay coming off of that loss to Minnesota, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers saying that toe is really bugging him. Uh, this game's a pick. Uh, when you look at Green Bay in this spot uh, at home as a pick or I guess a favorite in some spots, um, does your model show anything, uh, any lean one way or the other when it's Rams and Packers on Sunday? Yeah, we show some value on Green Bay. We did also show value on Green Bay against Minnesota. So, you know, I think we might be maybe a little bit overvaluing Green Bay. Um, you know, they, uh, you know, player level modeling is going to show a weaker signal for Green Bay than sort of, top down modeling because of all the injuries that green Bay has. They lose Eldon Jenkins this week. Rashawn Gary sat out last week, Aaron Jones questionable for this week, but the Rams, I mean, you know, Robert Woods is probably one of the biggest injuries of this NFL season. Uh, Odell Beckham jr. Is not going to be able to replace what he brings to the table. And, you know, when you look at Stafford, it's every single time, every single time he has a new offensive coordinator, he's on his best behavior for eight, nine games. Um, then there he's on the injury report with a back injury. And while he's not a wuss, like he's tough, he plays through injuries. He just doesn't play well through injuries. And we've seen over the last two weeks, it's sort of fallen off for him. They do come off a bye, and road teams coming off of a bye are more valuable than home teams coming off a bye. So that's why I think you're seeing this game at closer to, to a pick where um, I think if both these teams are at full strength, I think the Packers would be favored by two and a half or three. The biggest line move this week, at least I, I believe it has been, uh, not barring injury or anything like that, has been Seattle at Washington. And, you know, this was the look ahead with Seattle minus three and a half. Now Washington is laying a point. Washington coming off back-to-back -back impressive wins. Uh, I don't, you know, what, what should you expect from uh, Seattle? So when you look at Washington at home against this, uh, this Seahawks team, do you think this, this thing keeps rolling for Washington? It just feels like Seattle's kind of all out of sorts. Yeah, yeah, we you do have to be weary of taking the market movement right. it, where it goes through zero too seriously because obviously, you know, like, I, for example, the Niners-Vikings game going from two and a half to three 
is more significant than Seattle, Washington going from minus one and a half to plus one and a half, just because of the way, you know, how much of the, how much the one point is worth versus how much three is worth. But, you, you know, to be that as it may, I think the, I do agree with this line movement. I do think Washington has some of the goods. Now, no Chase Young. They don't have a great secondary. Seattle still has two good wide receivers. Um, Russell Wilson was better last week than he was against Green Bay. So maybe there's some improvement there. There is a pride aspect too. This is another one where do you really want to buy Washington for what it's worth at the top of their market and sell Seattle at the bottom of their market? Um, you know, I'm probably going to be off this game. Mm -hmm. Um, and and as somebody, you know, Tim, you and I season win total under on Washington, uh, it gets a little nervous if they win this game. I'm getting a little, little shaky here. Eric, we have about one minute left. A game that I love, I have circled is the Texans getting two and a half jets coming in town. Zach Wilson, I think is going to be the starter. Not a lot behind him. Joe Flacco, Mike White in COVID. What do your numbers say about this matchup? Uh, yeah, we don't see uh, uh, any value on this straight up, but I do think, you know, if you are inclined to do the teaser, you do have a perfect uh, teaser here where if you can tease the Jets, uh, total on that game, 44 and a half. If you can tease the Jets up to eight and a half, um, getting eight and a half on the road against Houston with, with Zach Wilson back, and then you can tease Denver uh, up to eight and a half at home against the Chargers total on that game, 47 and a half. That, to me, that's a good teaser, right? I don't think Houston's good enough to consistently win by more than a touchdown. And we know the Chargers aren't. We know that that's not in the Chargers' DNA to win by more uh, than a score, even after, you know, uh, Pittsburgh spots them a 17-point lead uh, Sunday Night Football. That's Eric Eager. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Good it stuff, is the brother. Happy holidays. Here on Beeson. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local team, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, L.A., and now, New York City. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. It has gone final at T-Mobile Arena. The Gonzaga Bulldogs have defeated the UCLA Bruins, covering the number with ease. Even covered the second half number for <laughs> <laughs> by a half point. They went 83-63. to 63. And take a look at some of the, uh, the prop bets. Grade those out. We talked about Andrew Nemhart. Uh, he goes over easily on his prop. That was at eight and a half. He finishes with a game high 24 points. Uh, Drew Timmy actually goes just slightly under. Talking that half point, that hook. Yeah. Uh, he finishes with 18 points, eight rebounds. Chet Holmgren, he finishes with 15 points. So he goes over on his player prop, four blocks, six rebounds for the freshman. Julian Julian Strother, he finishes with 12 Um uh, Rasir Bolton finishes with nine. So uh, for the starting lineup for Gonzaga, two overs and uh, three unders. And then for UCLA, uh, Jamie uh, Jaime Jaquez finishes with 19. Johnny Juzang just 11 points in this one. And Jules Bernard finishes with seven. Emphatic victory from the Gonzaga Bulldogs as they improved to 6-0 on the year. This number closed... Pretty high, and I think had a lot of eyebrows risen uh, looking at uh, this this number being as uh, elevated as it was. And sometimes you just have to tip your cap and say, oh, it seems like the odds makers knew what they were doing because at the end of the day, Gonzaga was a no-doubt right side all the way through, and they cover the seven. The under also comes home in this game, closed at 155.5, and... A half, and uh, the under was the play. So Gonzaga, impressive win. And now they will wait for the Duke Blue Devils. That's right. Oh, will. We'll, we're waiting for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope this inflates the number. I hope it's 10, 11, 12. Make it 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and say it's not going to be 20. I, I mean, whatever. We're going to win outright. So it won't be a points thing for me. It's a money line bet for me. I, I hope it's more competitive than what we saw tonight. Yeah. Uh, UCLA, uh, you know, it's funny because our guy Jim Root uh, was not 
that sold on UCLA, felt they were a little overinflated. Uh, and Gonzaga, man, they looked the part tonight, you know. For a team, and, and when I bet Texas uh, against Gonzaga, I took the eight or nine, whatever it was. And I thought, all right, man, they're going to feel the, the loss of Jalen Suggs and Corey Kispert and Joel Ayayi. No, not yet. I haven't seen that yet. And uh, Andrew Nemhart was coming off the bench last year. He's been thrust in the starting role. He flourished tonight. UCLA was too small tonight. I know they were missing Cody Riley. Cody Riley. It's almost like when we when we previewed this game and yeah. you said, I'm taking UCLA, and I said, they're going to struggle with size. But I did think that they'd be able Genius to is lonely. be more effective in their one-on-one situations on offense. You know, the one thing I thought they did a good job against Villanova was, you know, getting to the rim, knocking down the mid-range jumpers, and that just didn't happen tonight. They couldn't make shots. Now, they really struggled to get open looks and to make knock down open looks, and you, you play a good team like Gonzaga, then, you know, this is what happens. Now, a great test for Gonzaga will be they play the number one team in the country on Friday in Duke. They're, they're not number one. Gonzaga's number one. I know the ratings are wrong. So they will be. So the the rankings are not incorrect. They they are correct because they're voted on by the Associated Press. Well, not my rankings. And then the power ratings by odds makers will also show you that they are not the number one team in the country. Yeah, we'll see. We got a cigar bet. So. I know we do. So I'm looking forward to it. Eric liked two games. He did. He loved the Raiders getting the points. What do you think about that? I like it, especially if C.D. Lamb's not playing. We already know Amari Cooper's out. Mm-hmm. It, 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 feels like, it. it feels like a buy-low opportunity on the Raiders because they get blown out at home against the Bengals, and now everyone's They didn't really get blown out. It, the yes. final score made it, it look indi- like that. You're right. Right. At the end, yeah, yeah. yeah. Defensively, I thought they played really good. Correct. And just could not get anything going on offense. And then all of a sudden, late, Joe Mixon had a big run, you know, and, and it ended up being what it was with the final score. I feel like with the Raiders, it's got to be, if not now, then it's never. Right. You know, they, they sort of have to rally the troops in this spot. You get a wounded Dallas. Dallas still has a lot of breathing room. Mm-hmm. They could lose two straight. They're still going to be in first in the NFC East. So I just think one team's in a desperate state of mind, and the other team is kind of like, we just got to get healthy. And so I, I like that. He also loved Tennessee. I don't love that play. And, and, and here's why. Physicality is not going to be an advantage for Tennessee versus the Patriots. The Patriots are a physical team. They run the ball. They play good defense. And I feel like Tennessee's advantage is when they play teams like the the Bills, you know, teams like the Rams, that they can just bully. They can, you know, out-physical. I don't Mm -hmm. think that's going to happen, you know, with New England. And I know Julio Jones. They just cut Adrian Peterson. Uh, Derrick Henry's going to be out. Like, I, well, where are the weapons on offense, you know, for the Titans? Like, where they can create separation. So, I'll, st- I'll tell you this. The difference between this game and, let's say, Minnesota and Green Bay last week. So, Minnesota-Green Bay was a game that I really liked. I played it. You mm-hmm. played it as well. But when we talked to Chris Andrews, right, it was like four-to-one tick account right. on Green Bay. Right. And that made sense to me. But the line was going the other way. Line's not going the other way here. This is a, this is a stay away from me. I, I understand what Eric is saying, and I normally bet like he does, which is that buy low, sell high. And this is as high as the, the Patriots have been, but 
I I don't really have much interest in in laying the. Six, you know why a lot of taking the six. You know why a lot of people will be on the Titans in this spot because they don't believe in the Patriots. Like, for instance, someone like myself who has a Patriots to win the AFC ticket because I feel like they're that kind of team. So other people, I think, will still look at the fact that the Patriots struggled earlier in the year and still associate that presentation with what they are currently. Right now, the Patriots are really good. They've really figured out the Juno Smith and Hunter Henry acquisitions. Earlier in the year, they were struggling to figure out how they fit. They've come into a nice rotation. Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris at running back. Like, they, they, they understand who and what they are now, and they're going to be a tough out. They're going to be a tough out. If you guys haven't gone to the window and gotten at least a small ticket on the Patriots to win the AFC, you should do that. And I'd get a larger ticket on the Patriots to win their division because they still control that outcome because they still have to play Buffalo twice. Yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed at myself for not going in because we talked about that situation, and we've, we've been talking about these past couple of weeks because – I've been high on the Patriots, too. Maybe not as high as you, but I bet them preseason to make the playoffs plus 126 across the street at at, at one of the sports books here in town. So I, I believe that this team would, would find it. And, you know, the opportunity, if you had really believed in them, was a couple of weeks back. Right. And man, you had a great <clears throat> chance uh, to get good numbers. I mean, look at that. I mean, they were like 16. Plus 110 yeah. now. I mean, the, the rise uh, for the Patriots has has been really impressive. It's almost like if you like the Patriots, you well, you don't want them to lose this game. It's it's an AFC game, but you almost wanted them to lose to the Falcons. You'd be getting much better numbers right now if you still believe in I do. Them. I do like Las Vegas a little bit. Um, I, I think that's because we've seen – the highs of the Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. We know what they're capable of if they can get it rolling. And, you know, Dallas is coming off of a performance in which they scored nine points against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs obviously defensively have been playing really well. Right. But, man, Dallas, I don't know. I, I, I have my questions about the Cowboys uh, right now. But, I mean, they could obviously get that, get that sorted out. Um you know, a game we didn't talk about, Minnesota's getting a field goal I don't like it. at San Francisco. Yeah, I'm not touching it. Because San Francisco's gotten hot. Like, they're getting Both healthier. Both these teams, I think, are They're are getting healthier. Getting they got George Kittles back. You know, Garoppolo's there. You know, Debo Samuel's figuring out, like, exactly what his role is. Like, I think San Francisco getting good at the right time, but so is Minnesota. I, I agree. I mean, both these teams right now, I would say, I, I think are, are playoff teams. Yeah, the I, NFC, would, I would not disagree. Um, they they have both have a ton of talent, and you look at the way the AFC NFC landscape is. You've got the Rams as the top wild card team, and then it's Minnesota and New Orleans guess. right now would be in the playoffs. San Francisco sitting right there with the same record as Minnesota and New Orleans. They're right next. They're, right. they're 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 up next. This is a huge game for both of those teams. It I is mean, every game for these teams. And the Vikings. I mean, it feels like every single week is in a. In a close game, if this were to get to three and a half, which I don't think it will, because uh, actually, no, you're looking at juice threes right now. If it gets to three and a half, I'd have to take the three and a half because they only lose, Sean, by three, two, or one. Yeah, I'm probably not going to touch that game. <laughs> um, it is the nightcap here on VEASAN. We'll take a look back at the college football playoff rankings and what does it mean for the futures market? Is there any value out there to be had. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It's the Nightcap. You're on DC.
This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop track now available at VSIN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VSIN.com to get current odds as well as movement each week to follow the trends and best and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach of the year, rookie of the year, and much more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vsin.com slash NFL. The nightcap here on vsin. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Did you ever play on Thanksgiving? Uh, No. No? I don't think so. I guess... That night game is I think kind maybe of a newer in college thing. one time. Yeah. Yeah, I think senior night against La Tech might have been on Thanksgiving, but hmm. I don't think in Tampa we ever played on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, because when I think you back were playing, then it was always Dallas and Detroit. Detroit. And then if you were to play one of those yeah. teams, that, that night game is kind of a newer development. Yeah. And I imagine you would have had a chance to play in that when you were at Tampa, uh, when you guys were rolling. But um does it I guess you never played in it, but yeah, do you think it disrupts it. anything? No. And when you don't play in it, it's a great day because you kind of get a half day on a yeah. day. Wouldn't normally be a half day, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I got to imagine, too, like this year there's a couple games on Christmas, too. So, I mean, I imagine it's kind of a similar situation as yeah. well. But, I mean, this year, well, Christmas is on a Saturday. When you're this a pro year. athlete, yeah. specifically just talking about football, mm-hmm. you, you don't really – the holidays aren't, aren't like, yeah. It's not like a college kid, you're off for Christmas break. You know, it's not like you work a, a corporate level job and you're off. Like, right. We're at work. Yeah. Like if, true. depending on when Christmas falls, you might have a game that day. You might be in a, a Wednesday preparation. Right. You know, so it just, it, it's not the same. It comes, it comes yeah. with the. Uh... The family does the holidays and if you can make it, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the off season, you're, yeah, you you go on nice vacations and stuff, and time. you kind of make up for it. Yeah. Um, so we got Thanksgiving, of course, coming up on Thursday. Sean and I taking a couple days off. Uh, Scott Seidenberg will be sitting in for us tomorrow and on Thursday, Thanksgiving, and then uh, Jeff Parles and Wes Reynolds will have you on Friday as well. Uh, but we'll be uh, taking a couple days off. Um, but we will, I'm sure, be chirping at each other one way. I can smell or another. the Thanksgiving feast. Ooh, yeah. I can't wait. What is... Stuffing. Turkey stuffing. That's number one? Yeah, dressing. Depending on where you're from. Yeah. Call it different things. Yeah, and it's made with shredded turkey in it. Oh, my gosh. Are you... Now Big you... mac and cheese guy. We're going to do some collard greens. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Going to bake a turkey. I'm going to fry a turkey. Fry a turkey? Yeah. <sighs> I wasn't doing brisket, but I, this, that, that's a, a labor of love. I love so I'm going to save it for Christmas. Brisket is tremendous. Yeah. I'll come over on Christmas if you want. Yeah, you might not be invited, but oh, okay. I'll Thanks. see. Appreciate it. Depending on your behavior between now and then. But Aaron, the rest of you guys, you're, you're, you're definitely welcome. We'll figure the genius out. It's all right. I'll, I'll share all my C.J. Stroud winnings with uh, with the crew. I mean, it was, it was it was there to be had. And, you hear uh, that? Do you, you hear that? Do you hear that? I did. That is the people in Tuscaloosa saying, not so fast. I know. My friend. You're a hater over here. Bryce Young, baby. You're a hater over here. I might have to, uh, we'll see. I might have to 
here at Circa, plus 220 for Bryce Young to win the Heisman Trophy. I might go lock in that you profit. You should. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm going to lock in a little profit, uh, but not going to go too hard. I, I think I'm going to uh, – I would stay 10 toes down on the C.J. Stroud, but I mean – Yeah, you did that, and how to work out with Kenneth Walker. Well, I mean, they didn't get six carries. It's hard to win the Heisman if they don't give you the ball. That's true. It's also hard to win the Heisman when you lose 59-6 to 7. Uh, the See new the correlation? Yeah. Lose the game big, best player not involved in the game plan. Also – Kind of generally how that works out. 130th pass defense gets shredded by really good pass offense. But uh, where we stand now, new playoff rankings revealed today. Um, you know, to me, it, it just, once again, it, it opens back up, and it's, it's, it's clearer than it's, it's ever been. And Oregon's gone, so that is one more domino to fall. We know the ACC is out. Um, as a Notre Dame fan, to me, them sitting at six, their road is, you know, you you talked about. Um, Let me ask you a question as you look at this board. Yeah. Why wouldn't I mm-hmm. go and bet four, five, seven, ten? Cincinnati. To win it all. Michigan, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. And if either one of those four comes in, I mean, it's going to be a glorious thing. But do you think they can do it? I don't. I just I know you think and and I didn't forget. You said it's the year of the of of David. Yeah, it's the year of David. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it's going to be Georgia and Ohio State playing for a national championship. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I mean, it potentially could happen unless Michigan, Jim Harbaugh, yeah. They're overlooking this game. The reason they're overlooking this game is because of Harbaugh's past. You think Ohio State is overlooking Michigan? No, Are I'm you? talking about everyone else. Oh, yeah, People I agree. People have already have Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship I... because in these situations, Jim has fell flat on his face throughout his entire tenure at Michigan, even did it in a Michigan State game. Put a young freshman quarterback in yep. for the second time who fumbled, kind of changed the tide of the game. But what if Jim gets it right for once? I mean, that Michigan play is, I mean, it's, it's a fair shot. I mean, Oklahoma State, they play great defense there. They run the ball. I just wish they had a slightly more Look, Ohio- normal Cowboy-like quarterback. Normally, said, they got good quarterbacks. Yeah. I said it last week that I thought Oklahoma State at 90-1 to was intriguing because the path was there for them to make it to the playoff. Right. And then once they get there, then you can hedge off and, and lock in profit uh, on that 90-1 to 1 ticket. Um, do you think right now they're a four-point favorite Oklahoma State is? Now, these odds, by the way, that you're looking, these were prior to tonight's uh, <clears throat> reveal. Mm-hmm. But do you believe that Oklahoma State will make the playoff? Where does the Big 12 play their uh, – Jerry's World, Arlington. Yeah. I, I think they're going to beat Oklahoma. I like that the game's if in they, Stillwater. If they beat Oklahoma, they're winning the Big 12. Yeah, I think that because they'll play them again, right? Are these odds – when were these odds? That's Those odds are crazy. They're it, Oh, you know what? The, the, uh, the, logos, the logos are flipped. The yeah, logos yeah, are the logos flipped. flipped. I was like, yeah. those odds are wrong. Yeah. Oklahoma State's a four-point favorite. If they win, Oklahoma's done. Okay, those – the odds were flipped, you know. I, Ron Burgundy moment. I need to read there. Uh, I just, uh, I just looked at the logo. I, once again, you know, Oklahoma 
what has if gotten ba- their what if, opportunities. What if Baylor? Mm-hmm. They can't make the playoffs. I know. But what if they win the Big 12 championship? Then they go to the Sugar Bowl. And Ohio State beats Michigan. Okay. Ohio State beats Wisconsin. But Georgia has beaten Alabama. Does Notre Dame get in, Ben? I don't think so. I think Alabama with an 11-2 record gets in. Because this is the way I look at it. Does it matter how the loss of Georgia looked? I do think a little bit. Uh, if they get blown out, lose by five touchdowns or four what touchdowns. What if it's a 32-20 to game? I think Alabama still gets in. Wow. Because the way I look at it, Sean, is I'm just trying to figure out a long shot to kind of bet to win the college football playoff. Because the one thing I haven't seen is Georgia in a fourth quarter game. I think Oklahoma State is is the best. Them or Cincinnati. If you, but, and I think more so it's just to hedge off of it. If you can get juicy odds for them to make the play to to win the championship, mm-hmm. and I think Cincinnati right now at forty to one is intriguing. Do I think they can win the national championship? No, I don't. But I think their path to make the playoff is is pretty clear. It's assuming that. Alabama doesn't beat Georgia, you're good. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, or once again, or Cincinnati loses to Houston. We, we're overlooking that now too, Sean, because because of last weekend yeah. and the performance that they had, rightfully so, against SMU, which was great to see, but now we're all just assuming, oh, Cincinnati will take care of business against Houston. Houston's a darn good football team, man. Yeah. That's going to be maybe north of a touchdown spread, but... Houston hasn't lost since imploding week one against Texas Tech. See, the reason I don't really worry about that game is because of the way American Athletic does their championship game. It's going to be it's in Cincinnati. in Cincinnati. And it's going to be an afternoon game. And, yeah. and what did you say about Cincinnati? Hey, listen. God stops watching at halftime. <laughs> you come back out of that locker room, it is. Whoo! They call it the Hulk. That Hulk is out there. Um, yes, it's cold as a polar bear. Toenails, I'm talking like, like teeth cluttering together and that that the way that stadium is like the fans are right on you I mean you literally like if you had family there you literally could walk behind the visiting bench and go up in the stands and like have no issue so I'm pulling up the odds right now if you want a long shot Cincinnati and Oklahoma State are both 50 to 1 to win the national here at circle uh at, at Westgate nice so there you go if you want your long shot I don't think they can win it, but I think they can get there. The path is clear for both of those teams. Who do you believe has the better chance to make it to the playoffs, Cincinnati or Oklahoma State? We'll answer that question on the other side and wrap things up. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. 
But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSN. Tim Murray and Sean King with you. We'll Take a look one last time at our bankroll plays as we bid farewell for a little break, a little time off. Yeah, my bankroll play is what you call butter. Yeah? yeah. Is that what you had last week too? Oh. Last week is over. Florida State money line. Don't worry about the two, two and a half points. They'll win outright. Mike Norvell gets bowl eligible, puts a bow on the end of a regular season that, in all honesty, I thought Florida State showed a lot of fight a lot of mental toughness you know they very could have folded based on the way the season started I think they finished on a high note beat their rival the Gators and also get bowl eligible I like Army to win outright versus Liberty I just don't think Liberty has the depth to beat one of the service academies as they come in with that option they may do well defensively early but eventually I think that cut block and you know that fullback dive takes its toll I'm actually backing what I think is one of the top four or five teams in the SEC from a talent standpoint in the Kentucky Wildcats. I like them on the money line to go to Louisville. I'm a big Malik Cunningham fan, Louisville quarterback, but Kentucky's seen elite football players this year, so they won't be overwhelmed by his athleticism. Stoops finds a way to win that game outright. A lot of recruiting battles 
on the line as they play this game. I got a little two-team parlay. I like Arkansas to cover against Missouri. Missouri's season was capped off last week as they beat Florida. They're going to get woodshedded, in my opinion, in Arkansas, who's tough, runs the football. Shout out to Sam Pittman mm-hmm. and the job that he's done in, in two years, you know, there at Arkansas. And Southern Miss, this is more a fade against FIU, which I think is one of the worst teams in college football. I have nothing to play for, coaches nor players. I like SMU, uh, Southern Miss to cover. And Sunday, I'm a big fan of the Carolina Panthers with Cam Newton at quarterback. I love this defense. It's a top three defense. Christian McCaffrey's three weeks back. You know, he's all the way healthy. They have some weapons. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Cam's getting better. People forget Cam signed up and had to play immediately for the Arizona game. So he didn't really get a chance to, you know, have the actual playbook given to him. He had the game plan given to him. Then the second week, they played Washington. He had another game plan given to him. Now I think he gets the entire playbook. You're going to see that manifest itself with a lot more production for the Panthers on offense. And my Bears play is more of a fade against Tim Boyle. I don't think anybody in the National Football League that lines up Tim Boyle at quarterback has a chance to cover home or away anything under a touchdown. And that's irregardless of what happened last week in, in that game. I like the Bears, so I still think are showing some fight. You think about that that night game against Pittsburgh. I mean, that was a feisty Bears team. I know Justin Fields isn't available, but Andy Dalton, when you look at this, he came with, to Chicago with the hopes of becoming the starting quarterback there and kind of having a couple years to groom Justin Fields. But Justin Fields has outplayed that game plan for Andy Dalton. So Andy Dalton's actually playing to potentially get another bridge job next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe somewhere that's drafting a quarterback that potentially doesn't want to have to have him play immediately. So I think you're going to get a, a, the best version possible of Andy Dalton. So right now we're down. We had a bad week last week. It happens. I still, if I had to replay last week, I'd make the same exact plays because I don't think it was the plays that were off. It was the results. <laughs> See how you turn like something that should be bad. Yeah, I would. Ch- I would. I would probably not play Michigan State <laughs> on the money line. Well, again, that context. Put context on it. Why? Well, yeah, that I had them on an eighty-five to one ticket to win the Big so Ten. You so you should have played Ohio State and why? Hedge, I, I couldn't play Ohio State on the money line, so I didn't want to take Ohio State in the points and then Michigan State lose and Ohio State not cover, and now I've lost a double whammy. So let's go all in. Did Ohio State cover? They did. Yeah, they so you, covered. I think in the first quarter. So you could have laid. You could have laid the points. Well, I mean, if, if Mel Tucker would have told me they were only going to get a ball to the Heisman front runner at the time six times, then listened, I wouldn't have taken. If you had listened to your Spartan. co-host and tell you that you have three NFL wide receivers going up against the worst. I watch football. I, I know. I mentioned that 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 was you know something that I was worried about. But mm. hey, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll quickly rifle through mine and then a couple final thoughts. Uh, before we bid farewell to Scott Seidenberg. Uh, a fate of UAB here. UTEP's having a great year. I'll take the points uh, with the Miners on the road at UAB after a, a gut-wrenching loss. Uh, not one of my bigger plays, 110 to win 100. Really like North Texas. Uh, Seth Luttrell uh, really coaching for his job right now, and they are 5-6, and six, trying to get the bowl eligibility, undefeated UTSA, coming off of a huge win against UAB last week, so I'll take the 10 and a half. With the mean green, uh, Memphis, another five and six team, minus five and a half against Sean's alma mater, the Green Wave. If you like money, don't emulate that play. No, nope. Why not? Two lane money line. Oh yeah. Yep. They have two wins this year. Three. 
Tulane? Yep. When do they get their second? Saturday. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, cigar bet. Nope. Okay. Uh, I'll take Memphis, though. Seth Hennigan, I uh, like the way he's been playing under center. Uh, they're coming off a loss. Big win. Big game for Memphis to try to get the bowl eligibility. I like BC. Plus the five against Wake Forest. Wake Forest coming off a loss. It's an important game, but uh, as uh, Kenny talked about, and I agree, there's going to be pressure on Wake Forest. You're going up to Chestnut Hill. It's going to be cold. Not going to want to be there. I hate to back Wake Forest. I feel like every time I do, I pat them on the back. You know, they kind of dump in my hand. Like Sam Hartman, Dave Clawson, what are you guys doing? I mean, come on. 45-27 against North Carolina, blow it. Going to Clemson act like they hadn't practiced all week. They played a good defense. I think this is a back a, a bounce back game. These athletes are going to look kind of slow compared to what they just saw in Death Valley. Maybe I, I, I'm going Wake Forest here. Maybe uh, they they might win. They didn't cover against Syracuse. They didn't cover against Louisville. Uh, and valid cer- point. Certainly didn't cover against Clemson or UNC. Valid valid point. Uh, so I'll take Boston College. Give me the five uh, with the Screaming Eagles. Uh, they are bowl eligible. Florida State. Me and Sean agree on something here. Um, I like Florida State quite a bit. Oh, and then I gotta oh, oh, gotta give a shout out to my guy Bailey Zappi. Going on the road, big game. You should get a jersey. I would love a jersey. You should call Western Kentucky. I and would love email their sports information director all of the times you've mentioned Western Kentucky and Zappi, and tell him to send you a jersey. I would love a Bailey Zappi. He is. Uh, we have been, we are believers. We have been believers of Bailey Zappi in Western Kentucky since the preseason. Like Justin Believers? Yeah, or? there you go. Okay. 10 to 1. Um, all right, a couple final thoughts before we get on out of here. Uh, both Cincinnati and Oklahoma State are sitting at 50 to 1. Mm-hmm. I don't believe either team can win a title. However, I do think one of those might be worth an investment. And I agree with you. I think Cincinnati, because of the ability to hedge off of it, I think Cincinnati's path is clear. I believe they will run the table. I believe they will get in. So I think a 50-1 to ticket on Cincinnati, just for a little bit, might be something to take a look at. And maybe they get lucky and they hit a, a matchup that you are intrigued by. But uh, at 50-1, to uh, you could find that around town um, on Cincinnati. I think that's intriguing. Oklahoma State or Cincinnati at 50-1? to Cincinnati. I just think Desmond Ritter's better than uh, Spencer Sanders. So, And I don't know if Oklahoma State – I am not – that convinced that Oklahoma State is going to run the table. I hope they do. I agree. I would love to see Oklahoma State and Cincinnati both in, and I would love to see Cincinnati play Ohio State. How fun would that be? i like Cincinnati to win it all. Yeah, okay. I will take the field on that one. Uh, we, we do. What was our bet uh, preseason? You have? It wasn't preseason. Yeah, it was. No. You, it was the year of David. Right. So you took, I got Ohio State, Georgia, Bama, Oklahoma, and Clemson. Yeah, and I had everybody else. And you have everybody else. I like where I stand. Nah. Since he's won it all. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and Michigan. I mean, Michigan. People are overlooking Michigan. I agree. I'm going to do this. I agree. I'm going to have a money line bet on Michigan on Saturday. Okay. Just because I think. Because you're a hater? No, I think people are acting like this is a foregone conclusion. And I definitely don't think it is. I don't. I think everything that Harbaugh has, he'll have into this game plan. I think his team will be ready to go. I think they're battle-tested. And, you know, what's interesting is a lot of Ohio State success this year is coming home. 
You know, when C.J. Stroud has had these big games, these Heisman caliber games, all of them have been at the horseshoe. They struggled at Nebraska. They struggled at Minnesota to open the year. They've had some tough games on the road. So I'm going to stay locked in right there and say being in a different locker room maybe impacts them just enough for Michigan to get the game in the fourth quarter. And Harbaugh, for the first time in his career as a head coach there in Ann Arbor, finds a way to pull this out. I'm going Michigan money line. Good luck with that. I will say Ohio State will win. But I actually think this is going to be a close game. And uh, I would lean towards taking the points with Michigan. But at the end of the day, Ohio State's just too superior athletically. We'll see. You're just a hater. You're going to make C.J. Stroud have to move. Can't do it. For Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Thanks to Dan Rubenstein. Thanks to Eric Eager. Thanks to Kenny White. Happy Thanksgiving. We will be out next couple days. We'll be back on Monday right here on the Nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.